Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. the Good Morning Football Podcast brought to you by ZipRecruiter, where you can post your job to all the top job sites with one click. I'm Kay Adams. We've got Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, Kay. So where's Nate Burleson? Where do you guys think he is? Anybody talk to him? I've not talked to him. We got a video. We got a video. We got a We got one video. video. Oh, I do the three remember of us. This. I think it was on Friday. We might have all I, been mm-hmm. anesthetized. Um, and Nate was shirtless and doing like a, like a fisheye camera thing. I, it was like a <laughs> Missy Elliott video. <laughs> from like us. a Tupac bandana on his head, yeah. I believe, tied. That, uh, that I remember. An American flag Tupac bandana backwards. He's living He's not the here. life. He's, He's on vacation. Here. He's in Arizona. Can I ask you something important update? Are you still on the list? That's a great question to connect from. That 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 was very that resonated last week. Are you I on the list? Have not heard from Martellus Bennett. I've multiply, uh, multiple, I've mentioned his name multiple times on air. People have tweeted at him. Martellus Bennett has now gone underground, which is even more scary. He's never underground. You don't know when he'll pop up. You don't know, and he's never not been over above ground. Have you checked his Instagram stories? No. What mm. if he writes a new children's book and it's about a villain named Peter <laughs> Jonah Hill? <laughs> name something that's like sounds just like you. And it's all about just Shoot people just disrespecting yeah. and discrediting and downgrading. I read something on Twitter that he was walking around Brooklyn, like looking at different apartments. I, when you say on the list and you tell me that uh, I'm on a list, I mean, that's horrible. Tell the people again quickly insane, what's on the list. Name. If he has an insane season, though, in Green Bay, you can say, yeah, you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome for being that fire. And. Then the alternative is if he doesn't, I just sit there and I just kind of grin to the camera. Anyway. Um, you greatly disrespect Martellus Bennett. Greatly. I went on the air, if you guys aren't listening, two, two weeks ago. Real quick, we'll talk. We did a segment called the NFC North Overhaul. Very creative segment where we talked about each team's offseason acquisitions. And the Packers came up and I said, I like the way Jared Cook finished the season with Aaron Rodgers. They would have loved to have had Cook they had back. something. But Cook wanted too much money, so they've got Martellus Bennett. And I said that might be actually a downgrade in the in the big scene. Now, Kay's 
quick to point. Dun, dun, dun. You can't compare Jared Cook's career with Martellus Bennett's career. Fine. That wasn't even your point, though. It was the chemistry. It was the chemistry. You and insulted sure enough, him and his whole family. Marty B was tweeted by the NFL with that clip. <laughs> I don't know if anyone was auditing the clip or watching the clip, but it wasn't the most flattering to Marty B. Yep. And he came back me back at me, calling me Jonah Hill, and then went on multiple tweet tirade. Like you tried making it nice on the air, too. Like you tried, tried sort of figuring tried. it out. We're past that now. Oh, it's gone. I tried, the update I, is you're still on the list. You're I, not off the list. I told Nate, I said, <laughs> in all honesty, Nate, just send him a text. Be like, either come on the show and talk about it or let's keep it going on Twitter. If we're going to go WWE style, let's do it. Nate did not hear back from him. I think he's genuinely mad and I'm still on the list. You guys went to a spin class together. We've got to talk about this before we yeah. hit the draft, before we hit Tony Romo, before we talk about the AFC East. Uh, how was this class? It was awesome because K was a special class. Why? What does that mean? It was, it was a Peloton is the name Peloton. of the Peter, and Peter says to me, so "Peloton's like the fancy bike that like like rich housewives have in their homes. Yes, right? yes. Like you're like sex, there's $6, one $6, studio in the sex, country. Sorry. Sex thousand, sex thousand. That's what those housewives are doing it for. The sex. Um, we go to Peloton. <laughs> it's the only studio in the country, and there's a camera that shoots the instructor and the class and. That's what you're watching in your house. Those people who have the internet bikes, they're watching Schrager and me yesterday at the 1230 Peloton. Really? Yes. And Kay, you would have loved it. You'll come with us. How cool is it? But this is a special one. Way more hardcore than other spin classes? I thought it was significantly harder than Flyway. It was hard. Okay. She's but telling me to fine. up the torque to 500. I'm like, no, I'm down at 30. I'm not doing it to 500. Yeah. And but there's that was... a live instructor in there with you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same and as always. Full class. Broadcast, yes. yes. It's like, and I asked the woman at the front desk, I said, so when, I'm, when someone from another city comes to New York and says, oh, my God, I take Peloton every day. I've lost 30 pounds from this thing. Can I go and meet the instructor? They're like, yeah, it's like meeting a rock star when yeah. they come in the studio <gasps> in person. There was a really cool thing I saw when we were checking in. This other woman was checking in, and you get a bike assignment, depending on where it is in the studio, like bike five, bike 20. Mm -hmm. This woman who had been there before was saying, I don't want a side view shot of me because she was she specified I want front view shot because – She's going to be out there. You know what that's like, Kyle. You, know, you hate the side view on Every Good Morning Football. Day, I watch the show back, and I'm just, oh, oh so, vacation weight just hanging. So, okay, let she me didn't tell want you. It. We do this class. The reason I asked Kyle, because it was a grunge music theme. Now, all Kyle grunge. and I went to a different spin class at a different studio last week, and it was all techno, and they Katie played. Perry, yeah. Yeah, and they yeah, played one song, Storm. a terrible Gin Blossom song, so uh, till I hear it from you. Yeah. And Kyle, no, that wasn't it. It was, it was Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. And Kyle, I'm coming out of the seat like it's Pantera. Kyle, Kyle, yeah! Yeah! Kyle is yes. screaming this the is lyrics. at Peloton? Two no, weeks this ago. is a flywheel two weeks ago. In the middle of all I'm their house streaming music. I'm the lyrics. I'll follow you down, but not that far. What, what is the demo at Peloton during grunge class? What's the demo? You two and a bunch of The instructor was kind of a women. tattooed rocker chick. She was okay. cool. And middle-aged 30, 40-year-old people... But considering how nuts I went for the gym, I, I was like, what's he going to do? It was do? a rock song that I knew, sort of. So now we get I mean, in. He oh went my nuts God. to hear the gym blossoms. I'll follow it's, you down. It's Pearl Jam and STP Vaseline, and did I'm you screaming. you wear plaid, flannel, anything like that? I did the event. whole class K in Doc Martin boots. I really did. I drove my Jeep. It was doorless. No, but it was. Silver I was, chair. I was silver chair. I was so into it. Like, if they had done, like, glycerine or something like that, I would have had a cigarette lighter as I'm riding, holding up in the air. I was so fired up you would have loved it because i know you get the grunge absolutely i'm so jealous i missed it i was stuck in a running class what is, is that not as fun as peloton <laughs> the music is fine you're running in perfect air-conditioned conditions on a like amazing treadmill that makes you feel like you could run forever but nobody's it's not a very welcoming community it's individualized uh, uh -huh. it's, it's like, not I'm like the focus running on my guys own are deal. the worst 
I running people are a different breed. It's like a different language. It's I don't I half the time I don't know what they're talking about with these like intervals and your racing time and your it's oh, it's got, like learning I just got anxiety a new here I have anxiety these, doing it. I've 5 never, minutes before the class starts. Are you in the worst like oh my god, I'm dreading this? Are you like dreading? Amped? Yeah. But then you you leave and you're like this, this is the great. best thing that I did. Great. I did that and taxes yesterday. So I was like I just <laughs> oh, I can, I can rule the world. Once that's you do those day. things, that's amazing. And you're doing it because you're working towards a goal for the event that you're running at. Half marathon in Chicago, spring half marathon um, on behalf of MDA, Muscular Dystrophy Association. I'm sort of helping uh, with the whole weekend for uh-huh. MDA. They have a walk the day before, so I'll be like heavily involved in that. We raised some money, so I'm doing it. But now I'm reading a lot of things about how they have like a cutoff time. Because I was like, <laughs> if I make it in six hours, I make it in six hours. If I walk yeah. half of it, Peter, look, that's just the way it's sure. going to have to be. But now there's like buses that sweep, <laughs> what at, is this? That sweep at the end. I don't know. I don't even know. Anybody know about this? Terrence? Terrence like in New they Orleans. They round you up if you're too far <laughs> yes, behind like and take you, you where? if you don't finish it within three hours, it's like you didn't make it across. Like so in New now, Orleans, in Mardi Gras, they have the street sweep that like, if you're on it, good luck. Like you're going to get swept up that's in this. What that's what it is. is. So like the Masters, it's like to make the Saturday, you got to be at you know, three under or whatever. Like, <laughs> And if you're not at three under... See ya. Yeah. So if you're not hitting also, those miles, you're on the bus. Take, I mean, you have to understand, I know nothing about running. They take photos of you at the finish line. Like, there's <sighs> photos. So that every, And they show the time, and I'm like, it's a real big That's deal. That's good. That's yeah. good. I guarantee you, Kay, just to give you confidence, there are 50 to 75% of that people that are doing this thing are not training as hard as you right now. So you're good. Mm-hmm. I can good. run four miles nonstop, and then I'm, like, done. So yeah. it might be four miles, and I walk a brisk, ni- a brisk nine miles. Kay says she's never run outdoors in her life, so I don't know about that. <laughs> I did, like, a like a drunken turkey trot in in Edison Park, Illinois, Fun. and it did not go very well. I, like, yeah. stopped halfway. It was, like, taking shots of Jameson yeah, and you're, like, ball. running. Yeah. Competitive running. Just do that. Yeah, competitive running. It's a different breed of people. Like, it's a different. It's I, I admire it, but it's like torturous to me. It's people who spend large amount of times by themselves in solitude with their thoughts. So I think socially it gets a little weird when the interaction. It's just weird to me to walk into like a workout place and have nobody really talk like, to hey, you. What's like up? how how you doing? They're like, what's up? Yeah. Everyone's so like in the zone before oh. and after, in and out. Like I like it's like let's get get talk. I like your shoes. What kind of shoes do you? I have so many questions of like, uh-huh. what are you eating before you do this? Yeah. People are so annoyed. By that. If you're okay. listening to the podcast and you are a runner and you have tips for Kay to make it a little easier because yes. I have no idea how to get involved in that world. Make me a playlist. Send it to Send a- us your 26.2 stickers and send them to Ed Hey Kay Adams. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> nervous. What did I send up for? Uh, no, I'm excited. Okay, so I'm also excited about the AFC East and the Patriots because I we like did this overhaul segment on mm-hmm. the show today. And we each did – we the four of us with Sean O'Hara divvied up the division – and I, of course, took the Patriots. Duh. I think that was my email. Duh. I'll right. take the Pats. Because it's the easiest, and I don't understand how anybody's going to beat them this year. I know that that's sort of the narrative every offseason, but I think for real this time, like, I don't think anybody's going to beat the Patriots all season yeah. long. We, yeah. We've done this segment so many times with each division, and it's, you know, it's like, okay, take, okay, you take the Chargers, and we'll do the Raiders, and we talk about them. You did the Patriots first, and it was like, why do we do the rest of the segment? This is—I mean, this is like the they've Bills got the Patrick Demarco. Yeah, and the, the the Jets got Chandler Catanzaro, a new yeah. kicker. So I'm like, why are we even started doing this? With when yeah, you were doing the well, because I was making a punchline because it's like this is ridiculous. I feel like they broke the entire league. And you said something interesting during it that if you were to take an all-star team of the other three teams in the AFC East and build the best team like possible, draft a team out yeah. of your three. Everybody: Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Still, the Patriots, we think, would wax them. At it's, least it'd be competitive, and that's even crazy to think that, that, it, that the so Patriots let, had So let, let's look at the, the Patriots lineup, first of all. So you've got two quarterbacks, yeah. both 
Brady and Garoppolo that you can argue. My, I mean, Tannehill's a debate, I think. You'd rather have those two quarterbacks than any other quarterback in the division. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, would you rather have Garoppolo or Tyrod Taylor? Garoppolo. 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 I mean, if I you like have, what I saw from Jacoby Brissett, dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then you go running back, and it's and as of now, it's just James White and Deion Lewis. And but, Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. But Burkhead. <laughs> and then you add LeGarrette Le- Le- Blunt. Like, yeah. Today we were talking about them adding Marshawn. It's ridiculous. They're falling from the sky. And tight then, ends. And then the tight ends, it's, it's Dwayne Allen and Gronk. Yep. I think they have top 15 cap space still, too. Like, they're in the top half. Okay. They've got a ton of money to spend. But and then the wide receivers is, as of now, Edelman and Amendola, Hogan, Cooks, um, I'm forgetting. Dwayne um, Allen, they added in yep, the trade Dwayne as well. Uh, the young guy. The, uh, oh yeah, Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell. I mean, these are, uh, we like. Yeah, this is five deep. So there's let's, not enough positions. Let's for them. try to construct. Let's should we go AFC East or should we get even sillier and do an AFC? I think you go the entire because AFC East. We're, we're talking about Ryan Tannehill and like a few other players that aren't going to put a fight. Make an all-star team of the entire AFC, the other 15 teams. Could they beat but the Pats? Could it somehow work to their disadvantage to have so many different options? Like, is there any way that we're not seeing this as, like, a... a yeah, because I said to you, I'm like, what if they start the season 2-2 two and two and everyone starts saying, well, where's my... where's why, why aren't I getting the ball? I just don't know if that's ever happened in a Belichick locker room. Well, we saw sort of happen with Cooks in New Orleans a yeah, little bit. Different. To me, I guess I've, I'll always, like, champion the Patriots because of their dominance and pedigree or whatever. But then when you make the trade for Cooks... Outside of Brandon Marshall going to the Giants, that's the biggest offseason move to me. It's massive. Cooks going there and like giving it that dimension and like what he can. I just. It's, I agree. It's bonkers to me. I think it could be a problem the uh, like too many weapons thing if you didn't have like the coach and the coach's staff who's like who knows what time it is. Like when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, it was like this is too many shooters. No, like Steve Kerr has a deal. He understands how to work it, and it's working really well. And I'm thinking if injuries we, too. Yeah, like, injuries sure, and then new people are there. If we do an AFC All-Star team, minus the Patriots. So you're taking this out of the AFC East. You're going AFC, all AFC. And look, Conference. we could do entire <laughs> NFL. Have to one up it, <laughs> Let's go AFC. I'm going to say Roethlisberger is probably the quarterback. I can't. I mean. Luck. I'll take Ben. Rivers. I'll take Ben. Who you, who ben you want? Ben or Rivers? Um, one game or a season? Uh, a game. Ben. Ben. All right. So what's funny is you're taking Ben. Antonio's going to be on the team. You pro- I probably take Le'Veon at AFC running back. Yeah. So we're already doing three. Okay, well, that's okay. okay. They were in the AFC championship Michael game. Crabtree, Mari Cooper, maybe. AJ. AJ Green. AJ. AJ's got to be in the field. Jarvis right. Landry is a consideration. Uh, Travis Kelsey is probably your tight end, right? Because yeah. Gronk's out, and we're talking AFC. Look, it's a good – it's a badass team. And then if you look at defense, it's you got – It's a badass team the Patriots probably could still – Wow. Hope they, yeah. they would okay. Here's the thing: we used to always do like the <laughs> could Alabama beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you yeah, start making always. this is one that's really crazy. But then you think about it on the field and be like, yeah, I mean the Patriots could could hold their own against a team. And of coaching is a big thing. So yes. who's your coach out of the AFC? Who you're going with? Oh, good question. And you go with Big Red. <laughs> go with Andy Reid. I take him over Tomlin. He hasn't won many big playoff games in recent years. No, he hasn't. Jackie Duffelbag. Do you go with Del Rio? Oh, that's a good choice. Do you go with too. Adam Gase. The young coach who's going to light you up. I think AFC East, you'd go Gase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like Gase, but AFC East for sure. Other than that, I'll take a roll with Big Red. You I want like Andy Reid as your yes. coach. I mean, look, it's not, I don't, it's not inspired by that choice, but I don't see a better one. What running back you taking? Besides Levin, you get two uh, running backs. Get two, who's the yeah. other one? Um, let's think about this. It's now. If Marshawn goes to the Raiders, there's your guy. I mean, is Maybe. it Jay Ajayi? No. It might be. He was good this year. I don't know. LaShawn McCoy? Yeah. Probably LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. Not bad. How about the defense? You got Khalil Mack. Yep. Von Miller. Von Miller. Sue. You got Adamic and Sue in the down tackle. Geno Atkins. 
Who's the secondary? Marcus Peters on the corner? Marcus Peters on one corner. Um, Tlaib and Chris Harris. It's, it's a loaded team. But has this Patriots team ever been this <laughs> loaded, this. Peter? No. Like 07, they brought in Adalius Thomas, who was like this hybrid linebacker. Could do it front all. Guy, do it all for the Ravens, and he just did, he kind of fizzled with the Patriots. But they had Randy Moss, Wes Welker. Uh, they had a really good team in 07, and they broke all those offensive records. But I, on paper, I mean, Gronkowski, if he's healthy, is the greatest tight end to ever play the game, I think. You put him in that conversation with Tony Gonzalez. The receivers, Edelman and Hogan and Amendola, are now offset with Cooks, and it's just like you have all the positions. And if you get the running back back, you don't lose anything. And, Kay, we talked about it. You brought back Garoppolo, and you brought back Hightower. Who, and as of now, Malcolm Butler's going to be back. Yeah, but what if you got Eric Berry at safety? And yeah, you got that whole secondary. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Clowny. Obviously, yeah. J.J. Clowny. They're loaded. Merciless the linebacker. I don't know. I, I am actually going over to Team AFC now. Should we, we should probably do this on the show, actually draft that team. Yeah, let's we show the isn't rosters. Isn't so offensive to the entire National yeah. Football sure. League that well, we're well, like, do something a, about hey, it. they're the all-star team up against the Patriots. <laughs> they yeah. used to do that. Yeah, they used to do, like, the champion of the league used to play, like, the all-star team. It was, like, the Browns versus the, the American. Like, I think it would actually, and you could simulate it on Madden. We can figure a way to do it. That'd be a fun little element to it, get the Madden guys involved. Justin Tucker is our kicker. Great kicker. Might come down to that. Yeah. Does Brady can Brady put up enough points on that defense? The offense, I think the Patriots can go head to head. I'm not worried about the head coach. I, I, I don't. There's not like a Pete Carroll I want in the NFC. Yeah. I want Pete Carroll. I don't know who it is in the AFC. It's just they all lose to the Patriots every year. I is just, it John Harbaugh? No, I don't know. I just have this weird feeling. It's just going to be they're going to win every game. Are they going to go undefeated? I think Absolutely. So. Is that pressure something that I don't you think even plays need to know who's it? who's no what pressure? They, I don't think so. Not at They've all. They've already won five Super Bowls. Or Brady and Belichick have. They don't really need to prove anything. If it makes go, for a boring, you know, narrative, I oh, guess. Oh, I think it's fun. Yeah? If the not, perfect season? Yeah, we need that. Well, it's that. a sequel, too, of sorts. They've already had 18-0, and 0, and then, like, the ultimate Finish. drama. But it's they're the one not thing even remaining. done. Are they done, Peter? No, because they have the draft. I know they don't pick until the third round. Yeah, but they can move. They, they have the draft, and they've got cap space. You said it. So, like, Eric Blunt's, like, an obvious answer, but... What if they wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? Adrian Peterson's asking price is $3 million less than it was two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Let's get Adrian Peterson. Like, they're never done. My caramba. What's amazing to me is we came in this conversation this week about prepare for long term with the backup quarterback or draft for someone now. I feel like the Patriots are like, we got Garoppolo. We could get a crazy pick, a great player for him right now. But we kind of just don't need it. We, don't, we have enough good players. Yep. So let's just keep Garoppolo yep. because why bother? We're loaded. We're not That's worried ridiculous. about 2024 when Brady's not playing. We're worried about winning another one next year. But 2018, are they worried because this is his last year? Can they franchise him again? They can franchise him again. Oh, my God. And then they can trade him then for the three first-round picks if they want. Oi, oi, oi. All right, we'll take a short break here for Zip Recruiter. Whether it's a first or seventh round pick, drafting the right player is the key to success. That six foot four wide receiver or speedy edge rusher can take a team to new heights. And the same goes for your business or your department. Finding the right talent makes all the difference. When you need to hire, where do you go to scout talent? You can't find top talent by posting your job to just one site. You need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can with ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, instantly distribute your job to 200-plus job boards across the web, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, everywhere, all with one click. ZipRecruiter then identifies potential candidates and notifies them about your job in a matter of minutes. No more countless hours searching. ZipRecruiter does the searching for you. You can select, screen, rate candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard and find the right fit fast. 
Don't get stuck without the right lineup, guys. Discover today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 500 companies and hundreds of thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. Right now, get this. You can kick off your hiring on ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash blitz. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash blitz. Try it for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash blitz. All right, let's talk about the draft, guys. Like two weeks-ish away. We're going to be down there doing a show. I think we even have a show on a Saturday, guys. Yeah, I heard that. Three hours on a Saturday, I'm in. It's kind of exciting. Uh, we're going to be there on the steps with NFL Network in the morning. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. We have Mike Garofolo on the show today. And I'm like, hey, it's going to be like a wild night Thursday. Like lots of trades, lots going mm-hmm. on. He said, yes. And he looked very excited. Peter, do you agree? Yeah. And I think that's the case when you've got San Francisco and Cleveland both at the top of the draft being like Moneyball type teams. San Francisco has so many needs. They've already signed 21 players this offseason. They're looking to add more. So maybe they can trade back and stuff. So that's where it gets interesting. And then the Jaguars at four and maybe Buffalo at 10. So lots of trades. You don't know if there's a mystery team that's going to move up. And the fact that there isn't a slam dunk quarterback, there isn't like – we knew last year by March and April that Goff and Wentz were going to go one, two. Mm -hmm. We still don't know who the guys are. Yeah, but if if what you said even on the show today, Trubisky going that early, like that's – that's number two overall. Like that's your top quarter. I mean, that's that's insane to me if that actually happens. Yeah, but quarterback. They got the balls to do that. Number two, take Mitchell Trubisky from North Carolina. I don't know. That's crazy. I want. I want. I want chaos in the draft. Like last of year. All right. So you can go on the NFL draft and you can look at like, well, this happened there. To me, the best moments of the NFL draft are the unexpected ones. So. The Cowboys are on the clock and Menzel's on the board. What's going to happen? Yeah. They take Zach Martin. Laramie Tunzel's uh, slam dunk go number three overall to that San Diego. Crazy. He's got a. Yeah, it'll never be like that again. 20 minutes before the draft, <laughs> there's a gas mask photo of him smoking a bong. He slips to 13. If you said to someone last year doing a mock draft, oh, I've got the Dolphins taking Laramie Tunzel at 13, you wouldn't be allowed on air because it's so ridiculous. He was such a slam dunk top five pick. Yeah. That's why the draft is amazing. Growing up watching the draft when Berman would do it, the picks weren't as exciting as when they would throw up that graphic that there's been a trade ding, and ding, someone ding. has moved. Ding, ding, and we go now to Adam Schefter. I'm reporting now that the Cowboys have done this. Then you're like, oh, oh here we go, here we go. That's when it's on. And everything's on Twitter. Yes. Like before the picks even made, so it's just hard to navigate, I feel like. It's interesting because, all right, so I've always been not with the league and not with ESPN, so I would work at Fox. So Glazer and I and Joel Klatt would do a show and – me and Glazer would have the picks minutes before the picks were announced, so we're on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Tunzel, you know, whatever. <laughs> Hargrave's going to the Bucks, And the NFL has such a strict moratorium on it that you couldn't do it on television because yeah. you didn't want to spoil it. They should. That Schefter and Rapport can't report it. So if you like, there's ways to get the information. But if I'm now part of this and being a viewer, I don't know if I want it spoiled on Twitter. I don't know if I want I to read an Almando Salguero tweet that, like, you know, oh, I, you know, the pick is in. Like, Isn't I, there a gentleman's agreement amongst insiders to not tweet? No, because it, it, lock there and, should be. Lock and for An honor like, code. Glazer and I agreed last year we would not tweet it. You can, we're not giving it away for free. If you want to listen to the radio show on Fox Sports Radio, which was a league partner, you can do it. Because why would you have a gentleman's agreement? Because, I mean, Lock for the and Fora broke product. a lot of them last year yeah. on Twitter. It ruins it for TV if you're not watching on Twitter and you're like, here comes my team. I've been waiting all year for the, the Bengals pick. And then it's already out there. And the, you know? famous, like one spoiler is, alert. the famous one is Adrian Wojnarowski. Wojn- Woj? mm-hmm. Wojnarowski, yeah. He ruins the NFL, NBA draft for ESPN because he's literally 20 minutes ahead of everybody. And he's picks. just taking a wrecking ball to him because he's not Team he's, ESPN. He's not ESPN. That's kind of awesome. Well, I was going to say, if you're not part of the nah, ESPN NFL Network, why wouldn't you be breaking that? Yeah, who ain't in bed with it them. It gets a little tricky with the league partners, right? So, like, Lock and Four used to do it. I don't know if he'll do it this year, but CBS sure. and the NFL. So, like, if the NFL really wants to stop him from doing that, he, you know, who knows? But – 
all that said, sit down, buckle up, put the Twitter away, and just enjoy the ride. The I've only been to the draft once. Have you ever been, Kyle? I've never been. No. It never is been. the fans at, that show up at the NFL draft are a particular super fan breed that is it's out of this Did world. Did you go in New York? I went in New York. Oh, I went so Radio York. City? Radio City. Line out the door. Line out the door. Super fans. All jerseys. Crying fans. Uh, it was it, it was as if you were in the Coliseum in Rome. <laughs> Not oh, the L.A. Coliseum, the Roman. And whoever the Jets pick, they boo. They hate it. They hate it. Who yeah. doesn't matter. If the Jets do take Christian McCaffrey at six, they'll It'll, boo. They'll boo. If it was in New York, yeah. In You're New right. York. You think like that's an unbooable pick? They'll no, boo. Yeah. They, they booed everything. Jets fans love that. It's almost like the sadist in them. But the uh, I remember one year, it was like ESPN. I was there, and ESPN had the cameras on it. And the Jets took the Brickishaw Ferguson yep. four yep. over Matt Leinart, over – a lot of different top players, and I remember them going to a Jet fan, and it was they were expecting the outrage. And this one Jet fan just pointed to his head, like "smart pick, smart pick," and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "That's not the reaction we want." <laughs> smart pick, we got to build the offensive line, you know. That's smart pick. They are a fervent fan base. So I mentioned Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Kyle, this has been your boy. Yeah. And I now love he's him. he's blowing up. It's pretty cool. It's been a, it's he's had this uh, meteoric rise over the last month where. Um, Initially, he comes out, he misses the bowl game, and then everyone says, oh, he's going to be in the Patriots because he's a skilled guy who's white, and they have a 50 of those. It had to be a month ago. We were talking about McCaffrey with Nate on this very podcast. Yeah, I remember that well. And then and, uh, there was even some legitimate mock drafts who had him going to the Patriots, and now it's like, now we're talking about him going number five, number six, like way, way high. And we talked about it today. We kind of compared it to like a tall tale, the tall tale of Christian McCaffrey over the past month. It's like William Wallace. He's shooting uh, bolts of lightning from his arse. He's getting bigger and stronger. <laughs> he once killed 10 men. You know, and Chris McCaffrey is now like Paul Bunyan. And it's really fun to watch because I think he's an amazing player. And um, look, the, the, the fact is, is that you don't see white running backs in the league. And I, I, I support anyone who does something different than the norm, independent of color, creed, whatever. I like breaking down those barriers. So I was trying to think of the last time there was a white tailback was in like the NFL. Toby Gerhardt? Toby Gerhardt, I think. And then I was thinking of Travis Jervie. Travis Jervie on the From the Citadel. Yep. Remember him? You just don't. Mike Allstott was more of a true fullback. Yep. It would just be cool because it'd be different. I've never seen like Zach that. Zach Zenner was guy. starting in a playoff game. He was their tailback. You're right. Zenner's white. And Chris Berman called him a sharp-dressed man because of ZZ Top. Oh, yeah, we love you, Boomer. <laughs> but no, it's been an awesome time for Christian McCaffrey. And now, like, it, Peter gets me fired up because you you follow this stuff and you're saying, you know, top 10 even. Then what are we talking, 7, well, you're saying, 6? I, I, I want him to go to the Bucks at 19 and you're saying not a chance he's there. Not even close. They can't afford him. And, you know, and here's the thing. Like, I put this tweet out. I thought it was pretty innocuous. I'll tweet things out of the draft and I'll get, like, five retweets, seven favorites. I tweeted out hearing from GMs and people around – not even GMs, people around the league – that the expectation is McCaffrey will go top 10, which I am telling you is what people think around the league. And this thing got a thousand retweets. It was just a lead story on ESPN the next day. Like, wow. And they didn't cite me, but it's like rumor has it. What do we think? And then they bat around. They're like, I wouldn't take them top 10, but 14 to the Eagles, that's a slam dunk. No, if you're thinking about 14 to the Eagles, <laughs> four picks earlier is not yeah. that ridiculous. You launched segments on, you know, the undisputed and all yeah. that. Like, you launched those? No, that was me. I got it. Strikes. Hot, hot ticket. Um, so but, what catalyzes this for yes. McCaffrey? Because it's like, oh, he's a tall tale, or did he prove people wrong? Yeah. Did he have to work extra hard because of his race? I'm confused about what, how, how did the, what did you call it, meteoric? Rise. Rise? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? I think everyone loved him in college. Had a weird last year there because their talent dropped off and he wasn't the Heisman winner that everyone expected. And he missed expected. the bowl game. Eh, that wasn't even. But some, for me, no. But for some, some people, people like, oh, raised and eyebrows. Okay. Nonsense. All right. Now he's meeting with teams. First of all, goes to the combine. It's a great combine. Doesn't bench well, but has a great combine. Then he goes to the teams, and 
they're getting to a meet the kid and he's i mean look i, I know what white kid from you know a rich family his father played like great it's obviously you're gonna have like but they're talking about this kid is like a franchise changer the way he comes in and wants to be a leader and wants to be that guy and he's stanford guy and it's all this about here's how what i'm about teams are meeting with this kid and it's like well why wouldn't we want this person mm-hmm. and then you look at his play and he worked out only at his pro day at wide receiver. He's like, you know what I can do at running back, but let me show you my receiving skills. He was running routes, like real route tree routes. And you don't do that if you don't think you could be that guy. So if you're looking at a player, 25 touches a game, and you're saying, okay, I'll give him 10 carries. I'll give him 10, uh, you know, we'll throw the ball to him eight, nine times, and he'll kick return, and he'll punt return. Yeah, he's making an immediate impact. Uh, we had Sean O'Hara on today, and he's like, I like him to Carolina because he doesn't have the pressure of playing right away, and he could back up – no, 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 no. If you're taking a running back in the first round, you're playing he's him, the ball. No. and he's getting the ball, and this is a guy who can do it in a variety of ways. So in today's NFL, long story short, you can have your 35 carry running back. The, the, That's Fournette. The Leonard Fournette guy, or you can have the guy that can line up anywhere and just be a nightmare for schemes, and mm-hmm. that's that's McCaffrey. Was he getting? Who does he get comparisons to? I know we hate those, but Good is he question, getting comparisons? Right. Because I saw something today with Devonta Freeman, right? Yep, Jordan that- Schultz said Devonta Freeman. I don't see that. I think Devonta Freeman is like a punishing, punishing like. Right down yeah, here. the angry runner. The angry McCaffrey's runner. not McCaffrey's that at not, all. He's like more finesse. Is Absolutely. that what we're saying? So he's yes. more like a woodhead ish. No. Yeah, but I mean, I think he's he's more much more talented than Dan. And can go yeah. and can't. I don't see woodhead running like up the gut. McCaffrey can get you that. I, okay. The the comparison that a lot of people were making originally was Darren Sproles. That's wrong. He's he's stronger than Sproles. I don't see any Sproles. The the next one was uh, Reggie Bush. I think that's more accurate. And not Reggie Bush doing pirouettes at USC, but like Reggie Bush in the NFL, mm-hmm. like a good, solid running back who can return punts and take one to the passes, house. Yeah. I mean, you played running back. Mm-hmm. What sticks out when you see watch his tape? Well, I always compare him to Fournette, and like. Everyone's Fournette is this amazing specimen. And if you watched him, especially that Auburn game he played in college, it was almost unfair to those kids. But I look at Fournette and he looks like a bet running back in like 1981. Like I, I'm going to take the hand off and get 30 George carries. Rogers. He looks like George Rogers. And what I always say about him is like I don't see like the razzle dazzle. Like he's very strong and fast, but I feel like it's my favorite he, phrase. It is. He doesn't really have it. Like the guy who he reminds me of, and I don't know if I've heard this comparison. He seems like a bigger Darren McFadden. Like, Darren McFadden always ran like he was on rails, like very fast, like a train, but not that, like, oh, my God, Shady McCoy just broke some safety's ankles. And I think you have to have that. Like, McCaffrey, is he's doing what the, you know, the jump cuts and the picking holes and going outside. Fournette's just like a moose, give me the ball, and I'm so fast and strong. But I don't know, once you take those NFL hits, I'm worried about that. I don't see the wiggle we always call it. Okay, so let me put some contemporary running backs and tell me who you'd rather have out of Fournette, McCaffrey, or X, all right? Okay. Ezekiel Elliott. I like Ezekiel Elliott better than both because he's a home run hitter. He has the wiggle. He does everything. I mean, coming off that season, I take Ezekiel Elliott almost over almost anybody in the league. David Johnson. David Johnson's the best running back in football. Le'Veon Bell. He's better than Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, David Johnson. I do. I think okay. he's better. I, I love David all Johnson. Look, all around. Like he's I, he's amazing. I so mean, I'm Le'Veon asking, Bell. Gra- like, Defies Bell's gravity. Spectacular. I don't know what you're talking. I'm spectacular. really. Oh, you know he's great. You can. Co- how, what's the difference that you can confidently say that that it's David Johnson over Bell? It's a good question. Look, if you were to say Le'Veon, but it's not like you're wrong. Like yeah. he's awesome. I think Dave Johnson's a little better as a receiver, and um, I don't know. He just wows me a little bit okay. more. And I think if he was on the Steelers, he'd be a bigger star. I'm saying all these names because if you're going to draft a quarterback, a running back in the top ten, you better in your heart believe. Yeah. 
Good call. They're of that because the value isn't there. We yeah, know and the I don't, see, I don't there. see Zeke Elliott going back return punts either. You know, I mean, McCaffrey could easily break one to the house. That's huge, huge third of the game on special teams. I love that about him. Love it. It must be crazy to be McCaffrey sitting here knowing like. Jamal Charles, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, out of work. <laughs> out of, out of can't work. get a job. Out of work, can't get a job. Probably waiting to see where my buck gets drafted in which, the draft. Which right. I think if makes him more valuable because he's me. not those guys, right? Maybe Jamal Charles caught some balls, but like his whole thing is, I'm not your typical three-down running back. I am the new breed. I am something you've never seen before. I am the next generation of running back where I do it all. Peter, how long is Adrian Peterson standing at that bar looking for a date? That's a weird deal. What's huh? going on? No one is interested. It's New Orleans, we He worked we out for the Patriots. He probably lost that gear. Right? Oh, you think? Yeah, if no, it, right. If they didn't sign him. Why not? Yeah. They it, have the cap space if they wanted him. Raiders didn't, haven't even had him in. Seattle was, eh, we're good. We're going to go Seattle with Eddie Lacy with weight clauses. With weight clauses. And now he's in, we're in New Orleans. We're hearing this news today. He leaves New Orleans without a job. We don't want you either. And then I compared it today to being in a bar. And, like, as it gets later, you, you drop your standards. I mean, is he working out for the Niners next? Like, does he go to the Browns? I have no idea. But this is a purple Jesus of running backs. He cannot get a date. It's 18 odd. mil is what he was due. 18 mil. And when, they, and when they let him go, people were like, whoa, they're letting him go? And it's like, well, they can't pay him 18 million. I don't think a team's willing to pay him 8 million. I don't think so either. 6 million. I don't know what he wants. I mean, he we might have to, to play for 3 million. But wouldn't you sign Adrian Peters for $3 million? Yes. You, but no one signed him. So I, I feel like a team must still be asking for a lot. It's crazy, though. It's, it's surreal times when he can't get a job. And Jamal Charles. And Christian McCaffrey's crickets. like, who's going to take him at six? Yeah, Jamal Charles great player. Great player. Crickets. What did you say, Mama, don't raise your son to be running backs? Yeah. Yeah, instead of running through those tires, put the tire on a rope and swing it back and forth and throw a ball through it. So that's how you get paid. Quarterback. Quarterback is what you want to be now. Let's wrap it up with some guesses on where some of these cats are going to end up. Marshawn Lynch. Kyle, what's your best guess? If you had to guess. Raiders. Yeah, Garofolo was doing some weird tunes the today. Patriots. Like, Everyone's going the to the Patriots. Oh, yeah, what was that? It was out of nowhere. I feel Patriots. Like, yeah, I'm just being funny. I'm saying Marshawn. I feel like everyone, everyone's going to the Patriots. Everyone was, who's been talking out of Marshawn's world has been Marshawn. I don't hear any teams knocking down his door. No, so everyone's I, getting – the Patriots getting – they just signed Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's going to play tight end <laughs> in the red zone. <laughs> like everybody. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Retirement. Yeah? Yeah. Inter- that's a that's retirement. A take. Nobody really I'll take ex- the field. Exploring. Retirement. I'm say uh, late, late August signing with like, I the, think C- like the Seahawks. OTAs are done with, then yeah. he finds a gig. No yeah. reason to have him in OTAs. 32, been there, Never, done that. He doesn't Somebody do training camp him. anyway. Yep, yep, I'll tell yep. you where he's going to end up, Kay. He's going to end up in the Good Morning Football, not New Jersey segments. And it's going to be a great. Oh, yeah. That's Cleveland Browns. Hall of, Hall of Fame. I think Adrian Peterson has bills. You're right. He probably wants to play some football for a while. Jimmy Garoppolo. Patriots. New England. <laughs> Chicago. Okay. I mean, what do you want? No, Chicago. We got our guy. Be like Mike. All right. That's it for the Good Morning Football podcast brought to you by Zip Recruiter, where you can post your job to all the top job sites with just one click. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.